following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radio Land from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, here on this uh, second day of August uh, of the year 2020, episode 338. I just finished watching uh, the uh, the uh, the splashdown of the uh, Crew Dragon, the spaceship Endeavor. Bob and Doug, oh man, they splashed down in the Gulf of Mexico. It was big. It was it was it was cool. It was really really neat to see. It was smooth. You know, uh, the, those sorts of things are supposed to be sort of boring. Uh, that's a good thing, <laughs> but it was exciting to watch, at least from my point of view. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a child of the early space program, for God's sake, you know. And, and it was neat that there were a couple of astronauts that are, you know, in my age group that went, <laughs> there's hope for me yet. They're not going to put me up there. No, this is not, that's not going to be a thing at all. There was there was one part of this thing that was that was sort of, uh, it was it was frustrating to see uh, after they had splashed down and all of the fast boats were going out there to them uh, to, uh, to, uh, to secure the space capsule. There were a bunch of private boats that went out there on top of all of this. Like I don't know, like they thought it was like they were recreating Dunkirk or some stupid shit like that. And it was these people flying flags or a bunch of drunks hanging off their boats or flying Trump flags. They're just having a big old time. And they had to be like they had to be shown out. They had to be like, get out of here. <laughs> they, they need to. I think that was one of the things that sort of fell through the cracks. I guess that was just assumed that it would be you know, NASA or SpaceX. Well, I guess it was SpaceX that was controlling it. Was was sitting there thinking, oh, it'll be okay. Nobody's going to come out there and make a deal out of this. I mean, they'll 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 be. No, they weren't. They were being, <laughs> they were being jackasses. Oh my damn! But it was cool. It uh, it's uh, you know, and right now in this day and age when we've got so much going on, and uh, we've got this pandemic, we've got a lot of political strife. There's protest left, right, and center, and there's. You know everything's in turmoil, and when you when you see human achievement uh, uh, fulfilled like that, it's uh, <clears throat> that's a good thing. I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to belabor the pro- uh, the, uh, the the topic any further. I'm sure that there's other podcasters that are uh, doing more on this sort of thing. I just kind of like want to hit it and recognize it and uh, and move along because uh, uh, today we're going to be talking about something that's not so quite lofty, but uh, maybe uh, maybe a a a, a, de- a dive a deep dive not really a deep dive but a, a dive nonetheless into. Uh, what makes uh, certain things tick in, in in our land in media these days? It's I don't know. It's kind of kind of wild, kind of creepy, kind of kind of out of control. You know what I'm saying? So here's what we'll do: we'll pause. Uh, we'll we'll take this very brief break, thirty seconds. Just sit down, calm down. Just you know, don't flip out. <laughs> just listen to what there's something's being said there that that you that may benefit you. If not, just I don't know. Count to thirty, and it'll be over. Just like that. So, uh, so stick around. There's uh, all sorts of uh, fun as we as we get into uh, episode 338 from Radio Land. Don't go away. Wizards is Corona free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. 
wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. It's been a busy 2020, hasn't it? I mean, here we are in the first part of August. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot's going on. I think when we got to New Year's Eve, we didn't expect 2020 to be this big of a clusterfuck. But that's that's you know, to not put too fine a point on it. That's what it is. It's a mess. It's scary. There's a lot of things going on out there. <clears throat> and it's and it's and it's everywhere and it's not just where you think it's touched everybody. We've all been sort of forced forced to hold our head under the bucket here for a minute because you've got um you got a pandemic going on. <clears throat> like it or not. I mean it's 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 a thing. And it's its own little universe and and little. I mean it's taken over everything. I mean it's affecting literally everything you can think of. And, you know, one of the things, if you think of a Venn diagram, we have the circles, you know, so you have a circle that has, you know, pandemic on it. And then you have a, another circle next to it is, or over overlapping it a hair is, is the political upheaval in the United States that's going on in there. And then over overlapping both of those in, in, in a weird sort of way is, is society. That's us. We're the, we're the ones in the middle. We're the ones being torn in all these different directions because we don't know what's going on. And we're, and you know, I'm not going to put too fine a point on it. We're afraid. There's a lot of people that are, quite frankly, a little upset and a little scared. And to be honest with you, every reason to be. I am too. I'm trying to look at it a lot differently than most most folk. Uh, we've been fortunate at Radio Memphis to, A, be a, a sort of separated from uh, this. But at the same time, we have chosen to sit front row and watch all of this unfold. And one of the things that have really come through, and this touches on all of it, is the and, – and we've talked about this before here briefly – the rise of the conspiracy theory and and how it's, it's you know, it's, it's – there's people that have said, you know, hey, it just seems like that's all that's all there is. There are conspiracy theories. Did, did we not have this before? We did. We, we did. They're, they're, they've always been out there, but they've been harmless. You know, they've been about Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, for the days when we could worry about Bigfoot. And, uh, and you know, that, that, that kind of, there, there'd be, there's always that, that thought exercise of who killed Kennedy, you know, that, that kind of thing. Um, and now it's, it's deeper. It's, it's, it's permeated itself into wild, not just wild conspiracy theory, but, but branching into wild truths because we're dealing with, we're dealing with an administration, quite frankly, that doesn't know the difference between truth and not. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to say it just like that. I mean, that's just all there is to it. <clears throat> there are people out there that probably would disagree with me on that. And that's fine. Go ahead. I don't care. The, the notion here from my point of view, the way I see things is when you, when you hear such outlandish creative ideas and theories that just don't add up, you know, we used to work. Our biggest concern at one point was the flat earth society. <laughs> Those guys all around the world, they, they, they were, they were amusing. And, and then all of a sudden they weren't being taken seriously at all. <clears throat> well, today's a good example. I mean, we, we watched, uh, we watched the crew dragon endeavor splash down in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, that's, that's about as real as it gets. I mean, it was, it was some of the most remarkable things I've ever seen. And, you know, I know the whole SpaceX thing is freaking out the flat earthers, but you know, whatever. It's harmless. That's the point. Is that sort of talk with those guys is harmless. It means no difference whether the sun comes up tomorrow or not. It doesn't matter. Although they might argue with you on that. But still, it doesn't, it's not life or death. 
But there are so many other things that are going on out there where you have societal conspiracy theory and you also have political conspiracy theory. And and there used to be a big division between the two. And now those that line's clearly been blurred. Um there's a whole there's a whole area like if one of the one of the sources that I use is sort of like my newspaper is the Google News thing. And I've customized it to uh, to pick up certain news sources that that I personally find, you know, trustworthy. I know lamestream media. Fuck you. It's the real deal. Okay, it's everything from from the Washington Post to CNN, CNBC. Yes, Fox is in there. The Hill, Politico, NPR. They're all there. I look at all of these things because I I want to see what everybody's talking about before I make my own conclusions. And one of the things that has happened is a section over on in the Google News area called Fact Check. As if we've, it's been there. It's it's been there for a while, but it's as if it sort of existed, as if it was always there. But it's it, it's not clearly. <laughs> we we live in a world where this sort of thing is necessary. I'm looking at it right now. Herman Cain died of COVID nineteen, not cancer. That's a that's that there's a good example right there of a crossover conspiracy theory dealing with the political end and dealing with the with the pandemic. And the reason why this is happening, quite frankly, is that the pandemic has been politicized. That's the problem. Okay. It doesn't care. The virus does not care. It doesn't care if you're Republican. It doesn't care if you're Democrat. It doesn't care if you're black, if you're white, if you're brown, if you're yellow, it doesn't matter what you are. It, it's there to get you. It's, it, it's, it's a disease, right? But there's people that say, well, because the predominant idea here was, and let's be fair here, let's lay out some of the facts that Herman Cain was in Tulsa, Oklahoma during the presidential rally. That was what, uh, when was that? June? And it didn't go well. And there were a lot of people there that were not socially distancing and they were not wearing masks. And Herman Cain was there. And shortly thereafter, he was not feeling so hot. And he checked himself into a hospital in his, in his home in Atlanta. And you know he was a doctor. So he was doing the prudent thing. And then it came out that he had tested positive for COVID-19. And unfortunately, he passed away from COVID-19. But yet there are people that go, oh, he didn't die from that. Because there's a lot of people that don't want you to think that the disease is real. So they'll sit there and they go, oh, no, he didn't die of COVID. No, he had. No, they're all just making this up. You get in a car accident right now and you die. They're going to say you died of COVID-19, which is bullshit. That nobody, <laughs> that's not happening. But with Herman, they're saying, "Well, he died. He he, he couldn't. Have, he had cancer." You know what's what? What makes this somewhat plausible is the fact that at one point in his life, he did have cancer. He had stage four colon cancer about fifteen years ago. That uh, that he that he beat, that he he stomped on it. Good for him. He, he took it took it down. It, that was he, he beat the cancer. But now they're trying to say no, it was cancer that got him, and that's not true. Um, that's, that's, that's not true at all. And, and so that, you know, when you, when you look through the, the, the fact check thing and you sit and scratch your head and go, man, we, we're living in this. Why is this, why is this happening? Um, well, it's quite simple. Uh, we, we have to, because one of the, one of the burdens of having a free press, right? A free media, a freedom of speech is that it has to be somewhat policed. And how is it policed? Well, it's not policed through the government because that would be censorship. So it's policed by the people themselves, right? There was a uh, there was a time, um, and I guess the, the, the job still sort of exists, but maybe not so much in an official capacity, but there used to be a dude called an ombudsman. 
Uh, it's a big word that basically meant he was a fact checker. He was an ombudsman. He, he checked the media. He was the watchdog. He made sure that the newspapers were telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to remember that this, you know, the, the, the wild outlandish headlines have been around forever. They really have. Uh, you know, that was the whole muckraking thing. You know, that was that was back, you know, at a time <laughs> when newspapers were, you know, having sensational headlines and people thought, oh, well, you know, it's just all sensational. They were just pandering to people that wanted to think the same way. That's all that was. You know, they could sell more papers that way. They could sell more advertisements within those papers. That was that was the whole point. They made it sensationalistic. But there were still others out there that said, no, no, you can't say that. You shouldn't be saying that sort of stuff because it's irresponsible. That's irresponsible journalism. And I'm a for, I'm about that. I'm for that as a broadcaster. Well, Rick, you're doing a podcast. OK, this is different. I'm also a bot. I'm also a broadcaster, right? Monday through Friday. 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time at radio-memphis.com. There's a nice promo for you. Uh, LJ and I do a, do a, a morning show. <laughs> it's it's morning somewhere. But we do this show that is about the news, and it's about other things that are happening in the news that, that are silly and, and outlandish and different, and it's escapism for a few moments. But we also touch on some of the things that are happening out there in the world, and we, and we look at it right now. You know, I'm not going to go through all of it, you know, at this particular point in time. It's not what this show is particularly about, not not with this episode. And you can, you know, you can look up whatever you want to and find whatever sources that are going to go go about it. But but my question was, as I approached this episode, was why was this happening? Why why does it seem like it's more prevalent? Well, first of all, the prevalency thing uh, is simple to understand. It's that now we all have access to the same materials. <clears throat> we really do. And we all have a platform, usually in a comment section or on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is another place, perhaps. TikTok, which is on the fence. When there's, there's some things, there's some talk about the president trying to ban TikTok. Well, as it turns out, it's it, one of the theories is that, well, and the reason I kind of agree that maybe TikTok should be taken down in the U.S. unless certain things change. But the idea here is that TikTok was being was 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 app it was spyware that was put out by the Chinese government to be uh, and you know unleashed upon the world and it would report back all this information back to China because the Chinese love spying on people that's just what they do they spy on themselves they spy on you they spy on me they spy on everybody they you know they want to know what you're buying what you're drinking what you're smoking they want to know you know all of this stuff and i get that india bandit in the country india, that's a big country and they said excuse me they said no more TikTok. We're not going to have that anymore here. And they got rid of it. And no, I'm not being insensitive. This is, I just like doing that accent. <clears throat> you should hire an Indian actor to do these things. <laughs> I'd love to. Uh, at any rate, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the notion that the United States wants to get rid of it as well is along those same lines, right? But there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a wrinkle in this. And the wrinkle is this, is that Microsoft has offered to buy it. So all of the data that TikTok gathers would leave China, would not even be in China, would stay here in the United States, and it would belong basically to Microsoft, which, you know, <laughs> I don't know. What's worse, China, Microsoft? I don't know. You know, to be fair, China did not give us Windows 10. <laughs> there's, there's, there's that point of view. But if that's the case, at least you could feel there's a little bit more sanctity to it. There's a little more safety behind the idea that perhaps um, – 
uh, the stuff that we do on the social media platform is going to be somewhat protected, right? You know, that it's, that it's going to be a little safer for us to have our fun and make our little TikTok videos and, oh, look at me and I'm having some fun. I'm walking a slack line with a martini in my hand and a cigar in the other and look, we're having some fun or whatever. But the president is undeterred in this. And the reason why now is this other idea. And this is a, this is a, this is a conspiracy theory, but this is, gives you an idea of, of, I'm using this as an illustration. The idea here is that there's a thousand kids out there, thousand, tens, hundreds of thousands of kids that are using the TikTok. And, and it, it, it hits, it hits right home at that 16 to 25 year old demo, man. They love it. And to be fair, I've seen some videos on it that are kind of clever. I don't have the app myself. I, I really need to, quite frankly. But these people are also very anti-Trump. And they are a moving force, especially amongst the 18-year-olds or those that will be 18 in November when it comes time to uh, uh, head to the polls. And it's spreading information. Now, you might sit there and go, well, it's disinformation. It's fake news. It's It doesn't matter. It's opinion. And there's hundreds of thousands of youngsters out there that are, are mobilized, right, to pardon the pun, <laughs> they've been mobilized. They've been moving forward with a mobile app that allows them to say their things and have their fun and poke their fun at certain things and look at the world through their eyes. We were all that age at one point. Well, there may be some of you that haven't gotten there yet, and if not, hang tight. It's coming. You're not gonna. You're gonna wish it didn't happen, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> Wait. Well, that got dark. <laughs> but the uh, the notion being is that it is a political motivator. And the, the White House, they were like, let's just shut it down. Let's just get rid of it. Um, it was supposed to happen yesterday, Saturday, the uh, the uh, 1st of August, but it didn't. And um, they, they were, them shutting it down, it didn't happen. It may be because the whole deal with Microsoft on the table. Who knows what that's going to shake out? And, I, and, and as, as the point of the publishing of this podcast, I have no answers with that. But it shows you a little bit about what this sort of manipulation is is about. You know, there's another conspiracy theory out there that may hold water. We don't know. One of which is that the president of the United States had hired somebody to be the new postmaster general. By the way, the plane that you might hear outside is because I have the back door open. It's nice. Um, they, he brought in his, this, this guy, a, a Trump supporter, who is now the head of the postmaster general or, or is the head of the post office. And what happened? The second he took he took, the, took on that job, everything went to shit. People's mail got really slowed down. People that require medications to, to be delivered by the mail are not getting their medications because everything is, is choked down. There's undelivered mail that is piling up in various post offices all across the country. What the hell is going on? Well, the theory is, the theory, okay, I'm not saying this is fact. This is a theory, is that the president is trying to throttle the U.S. Postal Service down so when the election time comes, there won't be a way for you to vote by mail because he's against it. Like I said, it's a theory. Is there any legitimacy to it? Possibly. There's some bare bones to it, but that's that's how that's how conspiracy theories sort of work. Unless they're completely wild and outlandish, like the whole George Soros thing. What, what, a, what, a, what a crackpot thought that whole thing is. It's nuts. It really is. Um QAnon. Uh the the the, the whole the whole notion that there that there are people out there that say Antifa is a terrorist organization. Antifa being an acronym sort of for anti-fascist. And they have problems with that whole notion, even though that in 
the 40s, there were a whole bunch of anti-fascist American soldiers called the greatest generation that went and put Nazism down. Why did they do that? Because the Nazis loved fascism. They were fascists. They, that's, all there, that's, that's a fact. They were almost as bad as Mussolini in Italy. He was a ooh, he was a bad one. He was a, a he just he didn't get very far. That's how bad he was. And it wasn't that they that the government took his ass down. The people did. Man, they dragged him out of his apartment by or his girlfriend's apartment by his hind legs. They strung him up and they shot both of them. I mean, multiple times. I mean, their bodies were destroyed by gunfire. But that's but that's just how they felt about it because it was fascism. We can't have that. And there's thankfully a lot of people in this country. I'm one of them who is anti-fascist, and that makes me by that measuring stick, Antifa. <laughs> You're just pressing your anti-fascist agenda because you don't like Trump. Look, I'm not a fan. Okay, I've 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 said that before, and I'll say it again. I don't like some of the things that's going on. We're standing here in at the very first of August here. Still staring down this pandemic, down the eyes, we're watching cases coming up left and right. It's getting bad and nothing seems to be done about it. Yet at the same time, there's these other theories that have been that have been being pushed forward by whomever that wearing a mask, being forced to wear a mask in public was somehow an infringement on your rights. I don't understand that either. These people that go, well, I can't breathe. I'm gonna. I have a medical condition that says that's bullshit. There's not a person out there that's got a medical condition that's going to negate you from wearing a goddamn mask. You know, and that's just it. Here we are. This first part of August, we're still having this conversation. There's people still getting sick. There's people still dying. Okay, but here's here's the thing. Had we all gone into some sort of a lockdown mode for us, uh, say six weeks, okay, a month and a half. Let's say we started this in uh, April. All of April, half of May, we'd be behind this by now. It'd be behind us. We'd be cleaning up the mess. We'd be kind of worried about maybe a, a, you know, a second wave that might be coming. Dude, we're still in the first wave. We haven't that ain't even broken yet. But that's my point. These conspiracy theories have kind of gotten in the way of what really is going on in this world, and it's causing a twist in reality for some people who don't know what to think. You know, you'll talk to people and they go, well, yeah, I know the disease is real, but it doesn't really affect me. And it's because they don't know anybody that's ever had it. I I've, I've, I, know several people that have had it. And it's, yes, it's very real. I know people who have died from it. It's, yes, it's very real. And you could, you should wear a mask when you're out in public because that will help you from spreading this disease around. And if everybody does it, then that, then we could be a lot more like Japan. That's very real. But but it's this whole, well, it's infringing on my rights. Infringing on your rights. So in other words, if you're out driving around in your car, in your city, and you're following the laws, okay? You're following the speed limit. You're using your turn signals, right? You're not being a douchebag. You're not driving around, you know, being an ass. And you get hit by a drunk driver, Right? Then the, the idea is, if these people's idea holds up, is like, well, it's an assumption of the risk. You were out there. You knew drunk drivers were out there. So it's on you, man. It's your fault. It's a, it's kind of a clunky way to get to the point that, you know, both are equally bad and both are vastly different. The point being, 
is that we shouldn't let this false news get in the way of everything. And I know this. I, there was a local television channel here in town several months ago. This is before the pandemic started that de- actually devoted airtime to this stupid conspiracy theory, the whole birds aren't real thing. I'm not going to get into all of that, but th- they actually devoted several minutes of airtime to interview this dumbass on local television about this I don't know, conspiracy theory, I suppose. And you just you just scratch your head and you you you, you go what you, what y'all y'all gave this credence? I bring it up because I I can bring up a, a a conspiracy theory without giving it credence. Anybody really can. You can talk about it. In fact, some things should be talked about. And no, and make no mistake too. This isn't a new concept, right? This whole idea behind these conspiracy theories are not new. You know, they go way back in time, way back in time. You want a, you want a fun one? Here's one. Here's here's a conspiracy theory that that likes to get that that. And I'll drop this one every once in a while, just to, as a thought exercise. You want to talk about conspiracy? This is a really unpopular one, but I'll throw it at you. That Jesus, right? The whole story of Jesus Christ, born in Bethlehem under the star, from a virgin mother. There was no room at the inn. The kid gets born. He's the son of God. And he comes in and straightens shit out and says, if you believe me, everything's great. If you do as I say, everything's great. And the only thing I'm telling you to do is love one another. And that's it. It's done. It's over. That's all you got to do. And I'll be back later because I left my hat in the cave or something, you know. Here's the conspiracy theory. That old story about Jesus happened almost word for word 8,000 years before Christ under the individual of Horus, H-O-R-U-S. Look it up sometime. And it'll make you think because it's 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 the same story. So what? What's up with that? Um, something a little more fun when it comes to conspiracy theory too is that the whole notion of aliens, <laughs> which is one that I like to play with because aliens are fun. Dig this. The Pentagon and the United States Navy Right and the Air Force, I think I think all of the military, uh, they're about to release their 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 knowledge on what they have on unidentified flying objects, and it's pretty deep. And it's apparently there's some questions they want answers to. The military does. They're about to drop it on you. They may even go so far as to say, "Yeah, we have seen things from uh, not of this earth." So maybe that conspiracy theory is going to come to be like, well, maybe those guys had something to it. Now the whole, you know, uh, being uh, uh, abducted uh, by by aliens and having the probe and all that. Now you can get that anywhere. In fact, you usually pay extra for that sort of thing. Still, there's something there. So why does this happen? And it's simple. It's the notion of Occam's razor. And this is something else. I guess you could, I, if you needed some homework, I can give it to you. Occam's razor. Take a look at it. O-C-C-A-M apostrophe S. Occam's razor as in what you shave with and the notion being that uh, given every situation or question that needs an answer typically typically it's the most obvious solution to the problem it's just that simple it's the most obvious but occam's razor gets thrown out when it comes to conspiracy theory because we can't just believe the simple fact that there was uh there was there was somebody that began thinking it was a fine idea to eat boiled bat 
and they didn't cook it all the way through. They got sick with this disease called COVID-19. It is part of the coronavirus family of viruses. And it began to spread because it mutated enough very quickly to show that it could keep itself going by transmission through uh, social groups, right? And it spread. And it spread like crazy. It didn't come from a laboratory. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, just, that's the thing about conspiracy theories is they go, well, they always have these ideas that oh, it just oh, it came from a laboratory. That's because they don't want to accept the fact that, you know, maybe perhaps it's a naturally occurring thing. It is. It is natural. All the Chinese are trying to do that. Look, the Chinese already own us. I mean, they don't need to send a virus over here. They don't want that. Because you can't contain it amongst yourselves. There's a lot of people in China that died from it. Although not as many as has happened here in the United States because we were quick to lock shit down. So accepting the reality of where something like this comes from is 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 part of it. It's like these idiots that sit there and go, we never went to the moon. Dude, this country couldn't organize a private surprise birthday party with a keg of beer and a truckload of tacos without somebody leaking that information. What makes you think they're going to be so, uh, <laughs> so, so perfect at containing a faked moon landing mission. <sighs> and look, if Bigfoot was real, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be, we would see him for Christ's sakes. <laughs> He's fuzzy. It's like he shows up on a security camera at a bank. You ever notice those security cameras at a bank? They're horrible. They look awful. Everything's out of out of focus. Ugh, whatever. The bottom line is this, though, and I, and and this is where I'll leave it: is that when it comes to you, and I'll, and I've, we've talked about it before, but I can it, it bears it bears mentioning again: is that when you read something online which is where everybody's getting their news now, okay? There's, there's there's no two ways around that. Whatever it is that you're reading online, okay? And we'll start with the obvious because that's where most everybody is, and that's on Facebook. And if everybody's on Facebook and you see something that's being said on Facebook and they'd say, such and such happened. And this is what these people are saying about hydroxychloroquine or whatever the hell it is. Research it. Find other sources, Right? Not ones that you necessarily agree with, but find other sources. Well, this is also showing up over here. It's showing up over there. People are saying this. People are saying that. Okay, maybe there might be something to this. Maybe not. Let's try and debunk it ourselves because the sooner you can do that, the sooner you ask questions about things that are happening around you in this world, the better you're going to be educated about what's happening with your world. That's the important thing. Look, I get it. Stupidity is an incurable disease. If you're born stupid, you're going to die stupid. If you're ignorant, that's different because you can fix that. That's curable. Open a book. Look for other sources. Ask questions. Don't take everything on face value. And then there are those that are the willfully ignorant, which seems to be the prevailing thing. It seems that way, but let's be honest here. That's actually sort of a minority. They're a loud bunch, but still. It's nothing to really get too worked up about because that's kind of where it's all at. So watch yourself when you're online and only share news that is legit. Let's start with that before we move on to anything else a little more weird, shall we? 
The Broom Closet is your one-stop shop for all of your metaphysical supplies and gifts. We stock candles, herbs, gemstones, incense, salt lamps, and more. We also host monthly rituals and events for those looking to get together with like-minded people. And the Broom Closet is the only place you can get your cards read by me, Reverend Emily. I'm an ordained Wiccan minister and Reiki master. Book your next tarot reading and see what's in the cards for you. Discover conscious living and being connected to an awesome community. The Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop is located in downtown Memphis or visit our online store at thebroomclosetmemphis.com. The Broom Closet, where magic begins. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus. So if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. Sure, it's a difficult topic, but it's worth bearing in mind, don't you think, that the reason why that there's not real solid online-only religious services don't exist? Do you think about that? Everything else exists online. Why are there not churches that exist solely online? Why is that? Because it's it's a lot harder to uh, to keep the bullshit fire lit. That's why. It's a lot easier to do it in person. It's the exact opposite of what happens online when somebody says something stupid on Facebook and you confront them in person, they can't back it up. But it's it's different, you know, at the church level because they're in the church, they're gonna sit there and feed you a face full of whatever just so they can get that sweet, sweet tithe money out of your pocket without having to worry about backing any of this shit up because too, too many people online are gonna be like, eh, whatever, I've got Google, I can figure shit out on my own. That's the scary part and that's why churches don't exist online. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right, you heard what's coming up next time on the program. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> August. <laughs> it's, another, it's another month of the year. Ooh, Lord. Hey, we're like, what, 90-something days away from Halloween. Huh, that'll be good. It's on a Saturday, too. And it's the night of the time change. And and it's the night of a full moon. Doesn't happen often, does it? That's a pretty rare thing, actually. Uh, so that'll be that'll be fun. For those that, you know, that, that get into the Halloween spirit. And I don't know what's going to happen with Halloween this year. I don't think anybody has the answers with that. Um, you know, three months is actually just this gulf of time. There's so much that can happen in the next 90 days. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Don't know what's going to go on. But I'm sure they'll we'll each find our own way in some shape, fashion, or form to, you know, celebrate it in a in a in a, in a cool way. I suppose. Uh, tonight on uh, uh, the old radio station, radio-memphis.com. That's called Radio Memphis. You see, uh, there there normally would be the, a whole show at eight o'clock called the Booze and Blues. The problem being. Uh, the show is not necessarily technically on the air. There's there's music, but uh, that's that's all that's all there is. There's nothing else. There's no. I'm not sitting in there going, "Hey, how you doing?" None of that. Uh, it's just going to be some music. So, uh, you know, can't can't do it during the pandemic. I'm, I I can't open up that studio and let people come in and and uh, risk getting sick. So we're just not going to do it. So if you want to hear some music, tune in tonight, 8 p.m. Central, radio-memphis.com. Monday, back in the saddle again with uh, the uh, the morning show. LJ and I will get into the day's news and uh, some other stuff that you haven't heard about, too. That's all happening. Starting at 9 a.m. Central time uh, at, on any device connected to the Internet, and you'll be able to, uh, be able to check it out. Also happening tomorrow uh, at the noon hour, noon Central time on YouTube, a little self-promotion here. 
a show that I'm on uh, called Drinking with Dead People. Just search that in YouTube. Search Drinking with Dead People. It'll take you to a channel called Drinking with Dead People. And it's about uh, having a drink with dead people. <laughs> it's, just, it's not as it's not as morose as you think it is and it's it's not that dark really uh the current episode that is up now episode five is uh dorothea winston henry dandridge henry it's a whole there's a whole funny story about it but it's all up there episode six drops at noon tomorrow and it's kind of creepy yep i've told the story before about a gentleman by the name of thomas bird whose specter still st- Still wanders my hallways at home. Mm. <laughs> That's tomorrow at noon uh, on uh, Facebook. It'll be, it'll be episode six. Got got it. It'll be halfway through the season. Tons of stuff happening around there. So uh, so stay tuned for more fun and uh, uh, be sure and uh, and uh, like and subscribe to the channel there on uh, on YouTube. Drinking with dead people. And as far as uh, uh, find me on social media, Facebook, whatever. What we, Y'all be sweet. I'm done. I'm out of here. Y'all take care care of yourselves and take care of one another. For God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar. And this has been from Radio Land. Rick Cheddar from Radio Land is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For bookings and other inquiries, you can write the show by sending an email to Radioland at PirateRadioStudios.com. For more, go to Radio-Memphis.com. <laughs>